This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 folks, the Yonko table has set sail yet again into the land of Disney+. And we are here to talk all things about Chippendale, baby, Rescue Rangers, the reboot, in quotation marks, movie, series, whatever you call it, of the classic Chippendale Rescue Rangers Disney afternoon TV series from the 90s. Uh, I never thought Disney would bring this show back, uh, in, especially in the form of a movie and the type of movie at that that it told. Um, but before we deep dive this film, with me as always is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoob, Grandmaster Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, big fan, yay nay, uh, definitely a yay. Um, definitely enjoyed watching the series when I was younger. Uh, not in its heyday. It was definitely reruns on like Disney Channel, uh, mm-hmm. with Toon Disney, right? Toon Disney Toon was Disney. a thing, right? So definitely reruns, but um, yeah, definitely an enjoyable show. I love Chip and Dale. Uh, Dale, uh, definitely my brother and I. I was Dale. He was Chip. Uh, and yeah, it was a great show. Great theme song. Love the theme song. Uh, definitely one of those ones that makes it stick around in your noggin for years after the fact, but uh. Uh, yeah, um, when they announced the Chippendale movie, not the direction I thought they were going to take it, especially with the reboot, uh, you know, crazed that it is. But I can definitely say I walked away from this film overtly satisfied for Ooh. their approach. More satisfied than a similar multiverse crossover film? Oh, like... <laughs> Doctor Strange. I mean, oh, I didn't say it. I didn't say. I it. mean, I'm not comparing the two. They're apples to oranges, but I had no expectations really coming into this film. That is true. That uh, is true. And I mean, I try to keep my expectations for like Doctor Strange mid. However, this film just knocked it out of the park for me. I don't know. Did it just did a great job at what it did? No, I I agree. I, I did have some problems with the movie, like removing you know the crossovers and the reference stuff that i really liked there were like one or two issues i don't know maybe talking about it here maybe those issues will get cleared up maybe i misinterpreted a scene or two or or something but uh you know with this movie is it safe to say like this is ignoring quality because i think some people might think this other film might be a little bit better than chip and dale but uh, would it be safe to say that this movie is 
the modern day who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, um, definitely. Like, in terms uh, yeah. of like, you know, the, the type of story, you know, the cartoons we all watched yes. growing up, they, they're actually real and they're like actual people that work, pay taxes uh, with humans. Yes, yes. In that sense, yes. Uh, it is a modern day Roger Rabbit. If anything, it's in the same universe that Roger Rabbit created as far as, yeah, like you're saying, tunes being sentient beings. They're not tunes they're they're made but then they go out and have lives and right. whatnot yeah um yeah I, I could it's akin to roger rabbit and uh and even with the fact that it's a mystery too is very oh, similar to roger rabbit that's right that's right because it's a murder yeah. in roger rabbit right it's a murder in roger rabbit right and okay. then this one is you know uh missing tunes and right. some deeper conspiracy going on uh so yeah, very similar to Roger Rabbit, but I think unlike Roger Rabbit, uh, this one is poking fun at kind of just the inner workings of it all, whether it be, you know, what goes on behind the studios, what the actors go through. Uh, you know, it, it kind of just pokes fun at every aspect of the realm of Hollywood, which is, I think it, <laughs> it's really self-referential self humor. And I think it works uh, to a great degree. No, it, it does. Um, you know, I guess that, that kind of goes into the type of film that it is, right? Because it's kind of like a mix of a reboot because it's taking an old property and resurrecting it for modern audiences. But at the same time, it's kind of a continuation, you would say, in the sense that they're not continuing the fantasy of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Like, you know, they're their adventures they would go on with Monteddy Jack and and Zipper and the rest of them. But it's continuing from, yeah, that was actually a show that Chip and Dale acted on. Right. And this is them all these years later. Like, if you knew that Chip and Dale was getting rebooted, is this a direction you would take it in? Or would you have done like a more traditional, like um, uh, Proud Family Louder and Prouder as an example, where you take an old show and you're just continuing from the old show. I think if you're going to make a show, yes, it'd probably be just, it's either better better to go like the Proud Family route where it's a continuation. Uh, this also, I want to throw in the DuckTales reboot in there. DuckTales uh, had a 2017 okay. reboot. That was an actual like reboot. They started know. from scratch. Started like, from scratch, right. Okay. But it was like still DuckTales. The characters were there. Yes uh and whatnot but they expand the mythos and actually cool thing about ducktales they made all those disney tune afternoons they made it all kind of like a shared universe in ducktales so, so like, like with what so for example um darkwing duck well darkwing duck was already part of D oh DuckTales. that's right that's right um, that's right okay i know what you the, mean the characters of tailspin show up um they reference like the dump the gummy bears um and even chip and dale are part of the ducktales reboot there was oh like it's 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 like they only appear in like three episodes or something but it's like well yeah we've been experimenting on mice and rodents and making them super intelligent and then <laughs> it shows like gadget but uh then in like in another episode they fly in that thing and they come rescue them and then yeah. like and they just give them a wink and keep going. <laughs> 
Um, so, you know, with reboots, we're in, yes, we're in the day and age of reboots. However, I like the fact that they didn't, it wasn't just a straight up reboot. Um, this concept is kind of similar to, and I'm trying to think of what it was similar to. I think Bewitched in 2005, where they made a, it was the Bewitched movie. However, Bewitched movie was referencing Bewitched the show, but Nicole Kidman played the witch. It was actually a witch watching uh -huh. the show, you know, and I, I don't, that's the closest thing I could think of that this movie was similar to. Uh, so I like I like the route okay. they took. I like Chip and Dale are they were always part of our world. They're actors. And this is the this is the um, the result of, you know, their meddling with, uh, you know, spinoffs and, you know, to, uh, yes, great yes. effects, multiple <laughs> cameos, but we'll get into it. Um, what did you think about uh, the animation and art style for different characters? So like, I know for this one, I feel like they took more risks than say, um, who framed Roger Rabbit, right? Uh, right. in, in terms of animation, because Who Framed Roger Rabbit just took the traditional approach of animation that was at the time, which was just, um, oh man, what's the fancy word for it? Uh, like, hand-drawn. Hand-drawn, but it has another word. Um, cell-shaded. Uh, not cell-shaded, cell... Yeah, because this one's more cell-shaded. It's like it's like they're drawing... Oh man, I'm, I, I swear I'm going to hate myself once I figure out the word afterwards. It's all the arts and animation people that listen to this, like I, I know you guys know which word I'm talking about, but it's uh Who Framed Roger Rabbit did like a more traditional, you know, art style in terms of animation for the cartoon characters. Right. This one, they did it for some characters, but I mean, there's the obvious one where Dale, uh, Dale right here, right, he's 3D, like like you know, an Alvin and the Chipmunks type of character. Um, then there's uh. Well, I don't want to spoil ahead, but like there's there's different art styles that they experiment with. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Funny, and I'm like, oh, okay, that is like the um the the cheese guy, the the cheese puppet. Oh, um, right, yeah, yeah. The he's a muppet. He was a muppet. Yeah, yeah he was a right. muppet. Which, by the way, I think that was probably for me the funniest scene because it's the thing where. They're asking him what type of cheese uh, he has. He's like, oh, I got the free, a blue, uh, a Monteri. And then the guy's like, uh, I think, no, Chip. Chip's like, uh, do you have any stinky cheese? Or rather he says, we want stinkier. And you see his eyebrows just go. Yes, yes, like yes. I'm like, oh, man, that was funny. That was funny. No, no, it was, it was funny. It, um... <laughs> I, I think, again, I think that's part of the self-referential because, you know, Roger Rabbit back in those days, it was, they were all cartoons because that was the only other medium that was served as far as, you know, movies and TV. It was either live action or cartoon. And then right. this movie is referencing the fact that, well, we've grown. We have. We tried a lot. We have, we have, you know, traditional 2D hand drawn. We got Muppets. And you know puppetry, we have claymation. Uh, you know. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, oh. Uh, goes Captain J.K. Simmons. Uh, J.K. Simmons, right, yeah. right. Um, did you see the sock puppet cop? Yeah, I did. He was there for like two seconds. <laughs> right. That's for me. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, 
I mean, I, I, there are shows where it's a freaking sock puppet. Like, you, you know, that dumb show, Ubi. Do you remember Ubi? Ubi. Remember, Ubi was a hand with eyes right here, and he just talked like this. It sounds kind of familiar. Oh, it's terrible. I don't know what Ubi was trying to teach young children, but that stuff's funny. The fact that this, they said, all right, let's take the concept of Roger Rabbit. Let's amplify it times 10. I think Dale being CGI is hilarious he's and the way they the way they put it too he, it's like oh you know i got the cgi surgery you know as like plastic surgery the equivalent uh, it, it basically is it's like the way to still stay relevant stay relevant right cartoons mm -hmm. um no i i agree it's it's literally just you know the <laughs> botox <laughs> type of thing right. for for these cartoons this is what i do to look pretty and look modern for today's audience and that's what mm -hmm. he does you have dale over here he was done a little i mean i'm sorry not dale chip chip was done a little differently um i know they wanted to keep him as the traditional 2d animation but they did something different with him it was kind of like a i i don't know if this is the term for it but it was like a rotoscoping type of look to it it didn't yeah. look traditional. Like if you if you show Dale, if you show Chip, Jesus, if you show Chip moving alongside, say, Roger Rabbit, they're two different styles. Right, right, right. I think, um, and again, I think it's like, yeah, rotoscoping, cell shading. They when he's facing forward, he's two D. But then, like to give him some depth Once to he stand moves. alongside, right? He's got a little bit of a three D. Which was still done, I think, to good effect. Like I think it was fine. I know some people on social media say it was really bad. And I was like, it's not that bad. It's not my preferred take on 2D animation, but I'm not here vomiting or something, you know? Like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't find it distracting. I didn't right. think it was, yeah. Like, there's so many things going on. Like, if you're going to hone in on this, the whole entire movie, you're going to miss a lot of great stuff. So I didn't find it. So like, oh my gosh, get Chip off screen. Like I, I wasn't like that at all. Right. No, I, I agree. It wasn't that bad. Um, but the story was also kind of interesting in this movie, right? Uh, they they took it in the direction where how many seasons was the original Chip and Dale? It's it, three seasons. Yeah, three seasons. Three. Okay. So three seasons, however many episodes. Um. And they took it in the direction where the reason why the show ended and instead of it, it for, for it to keep going is because what, uh, it, Dale? It, it was, I mean, I, and that's funny because I don't know. I mean, I, I know this as far as most Disney shows go back in the day. There was like a 65 kind of episode range that they would shoot for and that'd be it. Right. It like, once you hit 65, it was like, you're, you're done. So I think Chippendale did run at 65, but in the movie, I mean, it's funny because if you remember the show, Dale did have some episodes where he's like, oh, I'm double O Dale. Uh, oh, he did. He did. He That's did. That's right. right. Oh, right. wow. Because like it seemed the double O Dale bit like it seemed new, but I, I didn't watch Chippendale too much. But double mm -hmm. O Dale just sounded familiar. I knew there wasn't a show double O Dale. Right. The no. The concept of the character was like. I've heard this before. Where, where is this from? I, right. And then you just said it's from the show. So, okay. That's right. And that, I, and again, that's, 
I mean, I'm sure Chippendale, I don't know. I'm sure it just ended. And like, if it was that 65 episode rule, that was it. But I think it's funny that they gave <laughs> an, a, a reason that's probably, it's not the reason in real life, but yes, it's, it's realistic enough to where this stuff happens all the time, you know, right. where a show is about to end. They got a, a funny gag in the show that they're like, oh, let's make a spinoff off of it. Oh, this right. would be great. You know, and then it utterly fails. Like, I don't think Double O Dale would have lasted if that was a real show. Oh, yeah. No, that I, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure Dale was a, a funny, like, he was probably one of the main characters that drew in a crowd into yeah, the show. For uh, sure. Because he's the, he's the silly character. Um, but uh, yeah, Double O Dale would not have taken off. And and I like how they represent the show, like, we in the movie. Oh, yeah, we didn't get past like the pilot episode like right immediately <laughs> immediately yeah it was it was literally <laughs> they didn't get past the pilot and then rescue rangers bam down the drain i it's fantastic um because they even show that these these characters were best friends like starting yes. from i guess elementary school right which, which okay and again see i like the liberties they're taking because i think in traditional Disney cartoons, Chip and Dale are always just brothers, you know. Oh, they're like they're siblings. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're always naturally just brothers. And oh, then, I but, had no idea. Yes, yes, and then, but in this uh, take, they're I, I'm positive they're always brothers. Like, there's no way they're not brothers. So when they were saying they weren't brothers and they were just friends, I thought it was cool because it just kind of played into the whole, you know. Uh, I don't know. They they met. They become friends. They make it big. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. But I thought it was extremely, <laughs> I don't know, cute for less of a better word. Um, it was it was cool to it was it was it was very touching to see them come together. Like Dale is a clown. He does that pencil stabbing. Oh, <laughs> my eye. And, right. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out. They're like, you're weird. And then Chip is like, you got great comic timing, but let me help you set up the joke better next time. <laughs> I like that. I like that. He just didn't like throw him under the bus or anything. Like that wasn't funny at all. Um, no. Uh, one thing that I liked because I felt like this movie could have easily have just washed this under the the bridge or something as like a an easy motivator for Dale to have left. You know the the, the Chippendale reboot um, mm -hmm. because we know. Even from the trailers, it had to do something with it's Dale's fault for whatever reason that Chip and Dale, the show, was canceled. And um, Chip is now an insurance agent. And he, he all these years later, he still blames Dale. He's like, dude, if you didn't leave, we could have had X amount of seasons more. Two, three, five, whatever. Um, but one thing I like in the beginning Whenever they're going out, uh, like in in the flashback during the the, the Chippendale series uh, era, um, whenever they would go out and they would talk about how they met each other, Chip would always say he's the one that rescued Dale. Yes, and I like that attention to detail because they could have they could have done it where it was something where none of that was ever set up, and Dale just wanted to be selfish and was like. Oh, you know, I don't want to be the gag character anymore. I kind of want to be the the main character now. They could have done that, but they didn't. They made sure to have Dale in certain dialogues. God, I keep calling him Dale. Chip, Chip, Chip. 
they made sure to give Chip certain dialogue segments where when he says how they met, he never just says, oh, we we met and we were best friends from elementary school and we've been we've been together ever since. He doesn't do that. He says multiple times he's the one that he saw Dale by himself. He helped him and we've been brothers ever since. And even though he means well by it, you see Dale's reaction to Chip saying those things. And it's it, it's like, it, it's blink and you miss it. Right, It's blink right. and you miss it. Like D Dale's like, oh, like he just reacts. And it's like, okay, that 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 might have bothered someone. Like it might have bothered me the way someone would say that. Right, right, um, right. So I like that they set that up so that it's not like Dale just left because I want to be the main character. He left to find his own identity because he felt like, he felt like a second banana. A second banana. You're not second banana. I'm not first banana. <laughs> We're just bananas. Right, right. And it, it, it's a good overarching theme for the whole movie because, you know, they, I mean, I, obviously, you know, watching this movie, you know, they're going to realize, oh, they're better together. That's, right. that's no, that's no, you know, like, that's no secret. However, it is good to watch kind of, Chip just realized how much he does need Dale and uh, Dale. And again, Dale, and he's always played the role of second banana. And, you know, in this film, you see him take the first banana role and also accept when he needs to be second banana. But right. it's really, it's really, yeah, they both, it's Chip who has to come to realize they are both bananas and Dale who realizes like you don't always need that affirmation from chip you know deep down that's what chip feels you know oh yeah of course and you don't screw your friends <laughs> like wait who who, who did it who i mean kind it? of dale when he took the oh oh right like right, chip right. said it's gonna be the end of rescue rangers no it's not you'll be fine you'll be good no nope. um i do like how uh it kind of ended up in like a downward spiral for chip after that like after rescue rangers he becomes an insurance agent right he's living i mean he's he, he seems okay but you know he's not happy you know he'd rather be doing more rescue rangers if he could right or acting for that matter acting. right but he he accepts the fact that that was it and but and then you know on the other end there's dale who and again I, uh, that's that meta humor man that's that <laughs> Dale is hanging on to this, and that's really all he's got. He's got rescue rangers. That's, yeah, because there's actors that are like that too. Like yeah. they they kick they made big money or big fame for a role they did like 20, 10 years ago, whatever. And they're just banking off that. They get some surgery, you know, make themselves look younger a little bit, and they hold mm -hmm. up a booth and they hope people show up. <laughs> And then a, a fan put it best at this fake Comic Con. She said, "Don't you think more people will come see you if you had?" Oh no, that, no, that wasn't a fan. That was Tigra, who we'll talk about later. I don't know who was that from. Where was she from? That's from Avengers United. They stand this trash Avengers Fox Kids show. When was when did that ever this, air? It's like 1999. It is so like wow. bottom of the barrel. Like who can we cameo in here? The fact that they got, I had to think about it. And then I looked at her pictures. I was like, oh my gosh, I know what that is. Uh, wow. It is it is bottom of the barrel. I could not believe they brought that character. 
You want to um, talk about who we can't believe they brought on? You want to talk about it now? We can. Ugly Sonic, baby. <laughs> Insanity. 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 I never expected that ever. I, I mean, how can you like it? Even even if I was expecting it, I kind of expected it in the sense where like every other cameo that happened. Oh, they have like maybe 10 seconds of screen time or you see them walking in the background like, oh, hey, look, there's Ugly Sonic. And that's it. They right. they move on. Ugly Sonic has a role in the movie. He is a supporting role, right? Which is insane. I I just I don't know, man. Like just the fact that Ugly Sonic is in there, it kind of bumps this movie up a little bit because they yes. really they yes. really went in on on uh referential humor. And But it uh, the concept of the Comic-Con is like, oh, who who might we see? You know, there's Baloo on stage. Lumiere's right next to him uh -huh. tigra tigra who nobody knows and then they just yeah it's a bomb man ugly sonic like the i his inclusion yeah like you said it's the most self-referential thing but it's just like they, they they went there they just went there and his teeth the teeth see the teeth oh my and they did it twice they, they did, did it twice, twice. They zoomed in. Oh man, they zoomed in on it and everything. Yeah. I was watching this with these children, like my students. They yeah. didn't get any of the jokes. I was like, they didn't laugh is... at Ugly Sonic. No, I don't think they understood that. I had to explain to them. You, I was like, you saw Sonic one and two, right? You know, this is what Sonic would have looked like if the internet didn't go freaking nuts over this terrible design. And I was like, do you, did you, do you want that? They're like, no. I'm like, right. <laughs> Why? Right. Why don't you want it? Right. They see the teeth. They see the way he looks. Funny enough, uh, with that character, I didn't get this when watching it, but I, I went to social media after watching the movie to see like some scenes that maybe I missed, some cameos, whatever. There are some that believe Ugly Sonic goes an additional layer below like what we are talking about right now like the self-referential humor about like washed up actors that are trying to make big again apparently maybe and this is a maybe i i don't know if i'm on this camp yet or not but supposedly ugly sonic is also referencing um this uh this uh so you know how sonic has like comic books like archie right. comic books right there was there was a comic writer from oh no i already you, know where you're going do you know the, what I'm talking the, the about? author who claims that the movie is using some of his stuff yes from the from the archie comics in like yes. the, the 90s 2000s stuff yes, like that he's laying claims saying like yeah that you're using my story points and whatnot right yes some I, people yes. are saying ugly sonic is also a reference to Ooh. to him making fun of him making right fun right 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 and Ooh. i mean if it is man like that's hilarious i i have no pity whatsoever for the guy that the guy's a terrible person from what i've seen on social media i don't know uh -huh. if i'm judging on social media but yeah man it's uh i i just think that's hilarious i um, i think I, if it I is think, if it is i think there's a lot of concepts that are hilarious in this movie but then when you take a step back and maybe just like look at it from a bigger perspective because i'm sure there's other writers who see exactly 
Exactly. Right. So it's poking fun at everything. And hey, yeah. Like the, the it, you could say it's making fun of the idea more than this singular person. We're, we're right. talking about this guy. They literally said, who would be the best character to exemplify this in this movie? Oh, ugly Sonic. There's ugly. Throw them. Right. Right. Uh, but that's the great thing about this movie is there's, there's a lot of next, yeah, next level stuff with a lot of this humor. So, you know, the driving mystery is Monty goes missing because uh, he's getting it in. He's getting in with some bootleggers. I love this concept. I love this I, concept. Too. I think this is way more uh, intriguing than. And again, I want to say I, as a movie overall, I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a better style of this. movie. Sure. Sure. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but in terms of like concept that the the bootlegger concept as like the the crime syndicate in this to me that's way more interesting than the murder yes. aspect yes. of who framed roger rabbit they kept it in the world of the tombs you know murder can happen in you know our world right so it's not anything like thought provoking but right these bootleg movies are a thing uh and it's crazy because like <laughs> There's such a thing in culture, but it's like you don't pay attention to it, but you know they're there. But I just, I just, I, I guess I never thought about how it's not that they're ripping off one movie. They might be ripping off multiple movies or characters in one go. Wait, you mean you the bootlegs? The bootleg. That's why, you know, they have the whole okay. bootleg machine to where, right. you know, they'll put ears on Monty and make him Dumbo, but he's a mouse still. So it's like. You know, right? Or you know, you they that's what they take those parts and put them wherever the heck they want. Uh, I I mean, it's genius because I I've seen some of these movies that are like this. Um, there's um, like instead of Kung Fu Panda, there's uh, uh fighting panda bear. I think it was it's something like that. Tell me, you actually seen it, or you just like seen I, I've it? seen it. I've like seen like it. you watched the movie. I sat down watch the movie and i'm like you know what let's give it a go let's see how bad uh, this is bad. Bad. right right no it the, ratatoing ratatoing oh ratatoing. instead of ratatouille i'm not making that up ratatoing. no i believe you that, that's an actual one no i believe you terrible my my go-to one when with bootlegs uh for animation because this was on Netflix for the longest time, I believe it's called Tappy Toes. That was on Netflix. I swear you could have watched it on Netflix at a point. Tappy Toes, you heard of Tappy, Tappy Toes? Toe. I, I think I seen the image online. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, referencing Happy Feet. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Right. Tappy oh toes. my. Oh, yeah. No, just trash, 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 trash. But but it's funny. It's funny because at the same time, they incorporate that bootleg aspect into how the original characters are. These aren't just like wannabe, uh, like, I guess, animated characters impersonating these more famous ones. The, what, the concept of these is that they grab the original characters sometimes. Yes. Because they owe debt to them. They owe money. Yep. They owe krill, uh, cheese. <laughs> right whatever and then they just like surgically erase and and modify their art style to the point where they're unrecognizable but mm -hmm. still recognizable enough to 
to put them in these garbage bootlegs. And honestly, the the flounder, the, the flounder, flounder one. Oh, was, poor flounder. That was done hilariously. <laughs> he got cross-eyed. Yes, and I they put an enlarged nose on him. Uh, because yeah, the whole thing is to the untrained viewer, or I guess even you know other countries where they might not even be aware. You know, that looks like the flounder from the Little Mermaid. That's let me get that. Let me let, let me, me cop it. that. Right. Or or even like an unsuspecting like grandma that is mm -hmm. get or a grandparent older person getting like a gift for their child. They're like, I I want the movie about the frozen princess. You know, right. the one with mm -hmm. their sisters. And then they go to the your local dollar store trying to find Frozen and they see Freeze on, on the shelf. They're like, oh, this must be it. It's right, got a princess right. on it. It's about ice. Yoink. And it's terrible to think that, you know, also some people buy these bootlegs because that's all they can afford. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's just perfectly done in this movie. And then, I mean, uh, just it's such a sight gag at the end where you see like, all the characters morphed or if you catch like the box arts of all of them uh it's just really fun but on top of that the dude running the bootlegging business that's kind of sad too it um oh, wait are you saying okay wait go ahead both, well, both aspects the actual movie aspect and if you take it back and uh to where it came from if you've done your research Pan, right it is, it's sad yeah it's sad and it's i mean there's an extra layer to it because i mean this is a disney movie acknowledging right. mm -hmm. what happened with a disney actor right. back in the what 50s 40s 50s 60s yeah right right uh bobby driscoll bobby driscoll yeah right um sweet pete sweet pete but man it was it was hilarious but when you sit down and think about it it is it is so sad yeah um with uh i mean peter pan is is the the syndicate leader the kingpin yes. and it is peter pan I, I remember people were trying to dissuade people early on when you know they released the trailer they tried saying oh that's not peter pan that's a original character that's sweet pete that's peter pan that's peter pan that's disney's I mean, peter pan they confirmed it in this uh in the, in movie. the movie they said yeah. it's peter pan yeah um yeah, Peter Pan, uh, voiced by Will Arnett, right? Well, yeah, yeah, Will Arnett. Yep. Um, he does a great job. He's he's a guy that realized no one wanted to hire him once he, the boy that could never grow up, eventually grew up. Eventually grew up, yeah. And he could not find work, and he got into the bootlegging business. Mm -hmm. Pays the bills, pays the money. What else can he do? Right there, there wasn't anything they 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 used him up as a child and then they shunned him out the moment he starts yeah growing up you have one sad aspect where when you think about it from you know peter pan's perspective it's based on reality with a real person aside from the joke that is you know will arnett playing peter pan an aged peter pan but um monterey jack Oh my gosh! Uh, that is what, addiction? addiction, drug addiction. That yeah, is it's a it's drug addiction. They obviously put the <laughs> gag of it being cheese, so I was like, "Oh, haha! It's you know cheese." He was addicted to cheese in yes in the show when in he would lose his mind, but they make it like drugs in this where he's like, 
Oh no, uh, Chip, you I, don't understand. I was. I've been dairy free. <laughs> I've been dairy free. I've been dairy free for three weeks already. Right. <laughs> and I'm and like, it, wow. And it's funny too, because yes, in the show he was addicted, but it wasn't like an addiction. It was just a sight gag, you know. He's a mouse. He likes cheese. But then they exactly. took that, and someone said that's an addiction. Like it, it is. He can't it control is. himself. He'll sell his friends out for a piece of cheese. <laughs> you know. That's true. I mean, I, I like how they have that that animation um, trope where like they don't do it a lot anymore. But you see that in, like in a lot of old school like Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry stuff where when a cartoon character smells like an aroma of food, you have mm -hmm. that the scent. The right. scent that like you know lures them in like a succubus and they right, start right, right. floating towards the the aroma they literally when they go visit the the cheese chef whatever he got they uh he said oh what kind of cheese you want so i i got cheese that'll send you to high heaven or something the way he said it i'm butchering it but the way he said it it was literally referencing the aspect of the cheese is going to literally bring you up to the ceiling Yes. Like that's how that's how high that's how you're the, gonna get. They're right. They're almost so strong. <laughs> it's and again, it's just really great. But on top of it, too, it's like, oh when actors sometimes they that's all they had was that show, you know, they fall into substance abuse, you know? Yeah. I mean that go I mean it's not only just actors, but yes, substance abuse can be triggered by, you know, if that was your whole world. And then you fall into some bad stuff. Then I don't. It, Especially if you don't have work after that. Like, right. I'm exactly. assuming Monterey Jack has not had anything since Chip and Dale. He was definitely living off of the royalties of Chip and Dale. His apartment right. was pretty nice. Or I don't know. Actually, he yeah, been, he he was living in a nice apartment. I, remember I mean, he, that. he could have been doing you know something on the side, but right. Uh, but man, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just. It's funny again. It's funny within the contents of the movie, but then it makes the movie even better when you just take a, take that step back and look at it from a grander scheme of things. You know, uh, I really hope Bobby Driscoll's story, Disney recognizes. Yeah, they're, Disney might have produced this film, but they might have no idea that this was going to be the final product. You know, I, and, I wonder if they're realizing this now, like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they might have given the green light on all these things. Like, oh, yeah, aging Peter Pan. Yeah, that's funny because he's like from the 30s. No one cares about him anymore. Uh, but I feel like it's possible in the pre-production stages, Disney may not have caught um, right. these no. self-referential things about, like, Bobby Driscoll because they're basically outing themselves about what they did to this guy. Right, right um but or maybe that maybe they want people to know maybe they're like hey we, we acknowledge we did this before try to do better yeah know. like definitely try to do better like better like there's no question um so again very good on how they do it it is like, it is um right. and then like with the different animation styles that we mentioned earlier they have so many uncanny Uncanny Valley, when they get to Uncanny oh, Valley. Uncanny, uh, Uncanny Valley, yeah. Where, what what was it? It was like the the two, during the 2000s when animation was trying to make oh, it real. Oh my gosh. So it, that was totally like the couple of things that come to mind. Do you remember the Animatrix? Yes. 
the, well, well like that the, was an anime though an anime right i don't think it was an anime i thought it was called animatrix because it was anime either way there's um oh man like a uh, scanner darkly uh it was like starring keanu reeves there's a bunch of them you could look up but of course i think this was also a really funny joke uh when they referenced the polar express uh he's the polar bear right polar no bear. the polar bear apparently that's the coke polar bear oh okay okay yeah i didn't i, was, I didn't recognize that yeah i was wondering who it was referencing because i was like I, is that because i know they mentioned polar express in the movie so then when they showed the polar bear my mind went to oh that must there's be there's no there's no polar bears in polar express oh no no no, no. i'm sorry i'm sorry are you thinking Not, golden compass golden compass that's what ah. it was that's what i was thinking which about. is what i thought it was too but then right. i was like i don't think that's the bear but apparently it's the coke bear but okay. no uh seth rogan's hilarious character uh i don't even know his name so that Bill? was the dwarf from the dwarf the hobbit Right? I don't think no? He, no, no. I don't think he's from any like any actual movie. He's a. He's not. No, 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 no. I think he's in reference to the Robert Zemeckis films, where he was doing animation stuff. So, Polar Express. Uh, remember Beowulf? I remember Beowulf. He did Beowulf. Um, I think that was in reference to Beowulf, if anything. Really? Well, Beowulf was like the same animation as the Polar Express. Just but this. like, I, I thought, see, I don't know. Maybe maybe I missed it or maybe I'm misinterpreting it. I thought the referential humor with a character like that was supposed to be how like you have a, like a movie with real people and then you try to CG a character in it. But yeah, they no, don't that's, look real. Like that's that's the Polar Express. Yeah. It's motion capture. But the Polar Express is actually ant like it's it's motion cap I know what you're talking about. Polar yeah, okay. Express is like a motion captured animated it's, film. It's all of it. It's all of it. It's a scanner darkly. It's um I know exactly what you're talking about. We're on the same page. It's okay. in that realm of it's in that weird realm of like like yeah, they're like real people but they're like colored over to make it look animated. I it's all in that same the uncanny valley it's 2000s bad animation that was a bad idea it didn't it never went over well right any of those animation styles never went over well at least they didn't knock it out the park no yeah it didn't like they 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 stopped doing that after um like the last one i remember being like one of those big budget films that they try to really push was a. Uh, mars needs moms oh god yeah I, di another disney movie by another the way di uh, no robert yeah, zemeckis his company did it no i was just thinking i was about to call him out but no it was just his company he didn't direct it okay 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 but but but, but it was disney right yes it was okay. disney yes okay that was the last one i remember doing something like that um and it was ugly it was ugly, yeah no no ugly, no it's ugly. bad it's bad. They, and again, they made the joke about the eyes. They're like, oh, his eyes are. I'm looking right at you. It's like, no, it looks <laughs> like you're looking at that sign over there. Nope. No. Uh, <laughs> that and, that was really good. And I, I know it's a tired joke. Uh, you know, the whole Seth Rogen's laugh thing. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's okay. We've heard it a million times. 
I liked how they used it in here, where oh. you have all these characters coming together. Like you have Pumba, Pumba, um, the, the Mantis, Mantis from Kung Fu Panda, and the Jelly Monster from Bob, Bob the Blob from Monster and Mon Aliens, Monsters versus Aliens. There was one more, no? Was or was that it? it was just those ones? I think there may have been a. I remember the scene where, like, you know, they're they're chasing them throughout the Comic Con. Those yes. are the three that appear. Oh yeah, you know, you're right. That was yeah. it. That was it. Uh, they just are like, uh, <laughs> "What are you staring at?" Well, I'm just looking at your deadpan eyes. <laughs> 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 Yo, and again, it, it's crazy because, um, I mean, I want to talk about this at the end, but then uh, we can talk about it now. You know, they got away with a lot. Like, yeah, a lot of did. these character appearances makes no sense how they were able to get them on screen or whatever i don't wait I don't like, like, like like who are, who do you mean like they don't they don't own the dreamworks characters disney oh, does not don't isn't aren't they paying like a like what do you call it like a royalty for like copyright on oh like, they might they might i know this that's I know, what i thought i know ugly sonic they had to call him ugly sonic and they, right they altered his appearance ever so slightly he had a, bags under his eyes and he Big had a gut, gut. Belly. Yeah. right uh, but all the characters only call him ugly sonic they never say sonic and then when you talk about sonic he's like oh going fast that's sonic's thing i, I don't really <laughs> do that i take but, my um, time i i mean there were so many i i had to just keep thinking you know now disney owns fox maybe they do have the rights of some of these characters did you see the like mayor butthead sign from beavis and butthead i did not I don't yeah. know that many Beavis and Butthead like references too much. You you know their faces though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what his they look like. His sign was on. It was on a park bench, and it was like, "Vote for Mayor B Butthead again." Uh, oh, okay, okay. Shoot, uh, and again, they're poking fun at everything. You know, the whole tired franchise with Fast and the Furious babies. Uh, oh, Fast and Furious babies. That was. That was funny. That was yeah, that was um, good. Um there was uh the one that we referenced on uh on TikTok, by the way, TikTok at the Yonko table, check it out. That's right. Um we we noticed um the little mermaid box uh, art controversy. The box art, right, right. Uh where <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know about the little mermaid no uh, you should check that out on the tiktok check Go. it out on the tiktok recently right. posted um, um the dude the from south one of the dads from south park i don't watch i don't know randy randy He's randy in there. he was in one of the the saunas yeah yeah breaking in i uh, um oh my gosh the batman versus et perfect perfect yeah i love like, it like see okay you see they don't own any rights to Someone Either like one Batman, no. or even yeah, because well, wait, isn't ET, isn't ET Fox? No, ET is Amblin. So at the, at oh. the heart of it all, it's Steven Spielberg. You better be paying okay. Steven Spielberg. You see, to use ET. To me, it's like to me the Batman one is like you had to have paid to to use that, right? Like to I mean, you call use it the, Batman and right. They use the likeness too, yeah. Right. I actually wanted to uh I'm surprised I haven't done it yet. I wanted to look at what the budget was for mm -hmm. a movie like this cuz um if you remember was it Ready Player 1? Oh. No, no, not 
even though Ready Player One is, is a good example, um, Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. I remember yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. I think this was in reference to the first Wreck-It Ralph. Maybe the second one also had this issue, but the first Wreck-It Ralph, I remember its budget was so high, not because of it's a Disney animation film and it takes a while to you know make these type of things. A lot of that budget came from paying the respective companies to reference characters in yes. Wreck-It Ralph. So like Chun-Li from Street Fighter, Eggman from Sonic, uh mm -hmm. sonic from sonic bowser uh bowser any any yeah yeah right any character yes they had to pay out of pocket just for their appearance unless it fell under a parody but those were straight up characters so right those so are like not fix it felix is literally mario yes but he's not he's just a, a referential parody to that character yeah so you know you don't have to you don't have to pay for that exactly um i mean there, there were there were a lot of references like i i tried pausing the movie like every couple minutes like whenever there's a scene to see like oh who, who am i gonna recognize oh i see that i see that um obviously the big one is in the uh the bootlegging facility oh there. yeah you could have a field day there you you pause the screen <laughs> you're gonna see reference like a hundred references at least to end that yeah. one scene alone and and it's basically a scene where the the plot is revealed that whenever they you know uh bootleg an animated character they take the parts that they would use on another character they mix and match so in the scene where chip was going to get bootlegged along with dale i think or was it just chip no i think it was, oh, both, it was, of them. Well, it was both of them yeah mm -hmm. right they had to dodge the lasers they get to the room where they get all the little packages of all these characters. You got Jimmy Neutron. You got Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Those, those were the standout ones. There were some I'm sure I could have. I know Twitter's found a bunch. Easily. Uh, the, did you? Uh, wow. Oh, God. What was that? Sh that? That Nickelodeon show about monsters? Uh, Wow Monsters or... um Ah, Monsters. Oh, Ah, Real Monsters? Really? Ah, Real... There was a mouth. You remember the, the small... Uh, elf looking monster the yes there was oh, three of yeah. them the one yeah, with the yeah, eyes yeah. the red the, one you talking about the, the red, red one? one his yeah. mouth was sideways on, oh really one of the bags yeah oh i missed that one. Oh, speaking of nickelodeon though um gotcha the I nick mean, there's heist only, there's the only nick. one human character in this like right there's like only one standout yeah. human character yeah in terms um, of like having an actual role uh, yes, yes there's human characters in the background but right. in terms of a role it's it's uh the I forgot her name. Um Steckler. Ste Ellie Steckler. Yes. Ellie. Ellie. Um, I thought you I, I thought you played a role very well. Um oh. I mean, again, it's it, I think it was part of that was if you're talking about her acting again, I think it was the point. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cause I, I kind of thought that going in. I was like, there's re there, there oh God. It see, this is where it gets hard, you know, like where so the movie recognizes it's making fun of itself and fun yes. of certain things but when do you get lost in the sauce where I, you you say you're making fun of it but it's to cut corners and still make the trope for the sake of making the trope if that makes sense i took her performance at some points to be like a host i was like oh she's freaking steve from like blues clues talking to them like Oh yeah, every episode's my favorite. 
I don't know. I I got I, that's the vibe I was getting from so, her. So so you at thought, some points you you so you thought the blatant red herring that she gave off. Yes, about, that yes. was on purpose. That like, was so on purpose because I caught it like chip. I was like. Because and that's the thing. Watch because the they movie. did it on purpose. Like yes. she would yes. say those things. Yes, and they would sound off, and they would show Chip going. Hmm. Right, and that's the thing. I was like, "There's no way they're trying to be that obvious." Like, uh, and that, and and you know, you've seen shows like that where the bad guy is clearly right it, it, there. It's the closest person yes. to the group. Right. Right. Okay. But. I think they did a good job here. Uh, I guess when I take it, like, remember when I said earlier, I had problems with the movie. Yeah. Oh, was she a problem? She was a problem. Ooh. But but it was from it was from the mindset of this was probably the weakest part of the movie because uh -huh. of the things we just talked about. But when I look at it from, they wrote it in there to be that uh that purposeful to be that bad because that's how those cop movie movies always are where it is the cop it is the police chief oh my it's it is when you think it's when when, when it's the person most obvious it's not them it's this guy instead if, if it ain't broke <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes I, on to he does the whole oh my grandma's in the hospital and really I, no <laughs> I made that up. He was like, it's about the money. Of course it's about the money. <laughs> oh my God. I get maybe talking it out. Maybe I'm leaning more towards the positive end of that. The payoff was worth it. Her, what you thought was bad acting. Either way, that payoff, I think was hilarious. It was, um, the police chief cannot fight. He ate the Gomu Gomu no fruit, right? <laughs> the, the, the OG Gumby. Not gum OG gum. Gumby, the Gumby, Gumby fruit. <laughs> yes. Um, no, that was just great. I yeah. I love that. He would homie put up a fight. <laughs> he did. Oh my gosh. And he's clay. Come on. Do something. They they were creative. They oh my gosh. I was dare gonna say, Mr. Fantastic better do stuff like this. He got really creative with his stretching abilities and what he could do. Oh yeah. I need like, it's not just I can stretch my arms. Yes, you can mold yourself into something, right? Right. It's 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 kind of like um he's it not in not not exactly, but he's kind of similar to how I would compare like Green Lantern to where mm -hmm. Green Lantern's ring is only limited by his imagination from what yes. I from, from what I know. So mm -hmm. if he if if Green Lantern brings out a giant fist and punches you, he imagined that, but it's like I don't know, man. You might maybe think of something else. I don't know. It's limited by your imagination. Anything, so, literally anything. Yeah. Same with Mr. Fantastic. He he can he can do something with that. Um, so looking at it like that, yeah. Uh, Gumby was very creative with uh how he was fighting towards the end. Right. Um did you like some of the moments they had with each other, like Chip and Dale, like uh like the moment where <laughs> He thought Dale was face down in the water. Oh, dead. yes, I I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed. Yes, it worked for me. Uh, I did. Okay. It felt like Dale was, you know, really hanging on to their friendship, and Chip was being dismissive, purposefully. You know, he's being, you know, tough shell and whatnot. Uh, that scene in particular was funny because I forgot 
I mean, it makes sense that, you know, they had an idea for a spinoff and, you know, part of that planning process is getting your merchandise ahead, you know? So right. they had all that merchandise. Another thing, they uh, the freaking Shrek uh, shampoo or something. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> they get all the unsold uh, products and they yeah. repurpose it. That was hilarious. That was good. That was You good. remember Shrek shampoo? It's like, no, of course not. Nobody does. Nobody bought it. <laughs> so um, I think Andy Samberg and actually there I was Shrek I'm, ketchup, by the way. I just there, to- I remember Shrek ketchup, of course, yeah. ne- Shrek Cheetos. I remember Shrek those two, which were orange. And when you bit them, they turned your tongue green. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Andy Samberg. And again, I'm I'm not really big on John Mulaney, but I was I actually like John Mulaney. Dale? John Mulaney was chip. Oh, okay. So I actually liked, I like both of their performances. Uh, I thought it was going to be weird, them not doing the squeaky voices. Which they referenced. Which they did. Times. And I liked how they referenced it too. Like they're over here writing script or writing jokes. And they're like, what if I say, I like nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> right. That was funny. Or, or when, um, they start getting heated and they're going back and forth yes. and their voices naturally get higher. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of funny. It's like an in-canon um, reference to their story where it's like, they know, like Disney just didn't retcon their voices for the sake of rec, like they, they weren't like, oh, we don't, we don't want to make a Alvin and the Chipmunks five with these characters having mm-hmm. high-pitched voices will give them modern voices so that people can stand listening to them <laughs> for an hour and a half. Right. But also recognize, no, they did have squeaky voices in mm. the original, but there was a reason why. They were putting on an act, and sometimes yes. that bit of them naturally comes out when they're in an emotional state, like when they were arguing with each other. They, they'll sometimes get high-pitched voices. So or or when they're referencing script, they're like, "Yeah, good idea. That's great. Let's put that in." Yeah, I thought it was, it was good. Yeah, it, it was, was really funny. Uh, it's it's creative. I appreciate creativity like that because yeah, they could have done without the old voices, but I like that they and the, they brought the original voice actors back too. So that or, was nice. Uh, well, like when they do their squeaky parts. Oh, so that was like new material that that they did. Like, yeah, like did, yeah. did, did, did Disney mm-hmm. go back into the archive and just no, say, that okay. was not archive, right? Okay, got it was it, not got archive, it. yeah. That was they came back. Um, I believe it's uh, trust, yeah, trust McNeil who also did Gadget, uh, and then um, Dale is Corey Burton. Which so, one's Gadget? Gadget, okay, so Gadget and Zipper, Gadget is the, the girl, the the one who fixes everything and the, the brain. Oh, it's, the it's a female that voices both. Yeah, she does chip and gadget. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then um Jim Cummings, who did uh oh, I didn't know it says Peter Cullen did uh Monterey Jack at one point too. I did not know that. Uh, I thought it was originally just Jim Cummings the whole time. But uh Jim Cummings did not do well, neither one of them did Monterey. Uh but Jim Cummings was still in the movie. He does Pooh and Tigger and Darkwing <laughs> oh, from, Duck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pooh? Pooh? Pooh. <laughs> the, the, oh, man. I, I, I don't even want to mess it up. They, they like, made somebody clever. It was uh, like Pooh the Fat Honey Bear or something. 
uh something like that yeah oh my gosh man they that was great did you like though um are you okay with the rescue rangers film just being about chip and dale and then you know monty is the missing one and then gadget and zipper come in and at the end and help them are you okay with that i'm i'm sure other people might have different answers to this depending on who you ask i'm okay with this just because whenever i think of chip and dale i just think of chip and dale sure i know there was the show with jack gadget the 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 fly zipper whatever yep. mm-hmm. um I, I know they were characters during their actual main tv series but even then i i just think of chip and dale you remember uh in the beginning of the movie when uh D- i think it's dale i think it's dale narrating oh yeah dale's and, and, narrating uh-huh and he's like um when you hear chip and dale do you think of and then he shows like the old 18th 17th century yes. mm-hmm. wood carver whatever and then he's like if you're not thinking of him are you thinking of these chip and dales and yes. it's like the dancers and it's and it, you right the dancers and then it's like if you're not thinking of them then you're probably thinking and then they show the actual chip and dale i was so they they I like how they did this because I was the exact opposite of how whenever I heard Chip and Dale, what I thought of. I don't know if other people thought the same thing, but when I originally heard Chip and Dale back in the day, the first time I heard of it was the Chipmunks, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Me too, after, of course. After that, when you hear Chip and Dale, for me, I would be like, oh, the Chipmunks, right? And they're like, no, the dancers. Who? And then yes. it'll be the dancers. So. I just found it kind of funny how they kind of reversed it. Like Chip and Dale, that the chipmunks are now like distant memory to where that's not the the go-to thought you have when you say their name. You think of all these other things first, like the dancers, the 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 wood carver, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you think, then you get to the um the chipmunks through process of elimination. Right. I don't mind that the story was just about them. My go-to example, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Okay. Chip and Dale were in Kingdom Hearts. Right. Where was where, where was Jack? Oh, stop! And, they and weren't Jack gonna be in there. What, they weren't and, gonna be in there. Why? Because they're not needed. Because no, they're because not needed. that's a spinoff. Because Chip and Dale are Disney mainstays. But that's my thing. It's like I don't. I guess because it's called Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, you wanted all the Rescue Rangers in the movie because you know some people really like Jack. So people really like Gadget. They wanted him to be in the movie. Um, but I just, I don't know. I think of Chip and Dale. I just think of those two characters. And when I play Kingdom Hearts, I saw Chip and Dale. I'm like, oh, I'm satisfied. That's all I need. Oh, no, no, of course. And I'm, I'm, I was totally fine with this being about Chip and Dale. Like, I think trying to reintroduce Rescue Rangers to a modern audience, it was better to go with just Chip and Dale. And also for the point of the story, like, if you want to have this story and you want to have Chip and Dale actually care, yeah, kidnap one of the Rescue Rangers. But also, too, again, story-wise, it makes sense. If these cartoons are real, well, it's been like 30 years since Chip and Dale. Of course they moved on. Everybody should have moved on with their lives. Right. So I think right. it serves the story. Now, if they want to do a sequel, because I guess that's where they're heading, because now they could. You know, they save the day. And you know Dale's they're talking about the reboot. They're getting like a reboot, reboot, which which will be very interesting if it's like 
Are we going to get the show that is the result of their actions in this movie? Or are we going to Ooh, get the continuity them? would be interesting? Yeah. Are we going to get like know. the actors acting in the reboot? Like maybe we see them on screen and off screen. Right. I don't know. I think it's uh it shall be interesting if they get a sequel. I mean, I'm okay without a sequel. I really I think it's fine this on movie. its own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. I do like films within this universe of all animation styles are actual people. Like if they wanted to do another, I mean, that'd probably be really hard to do. But if they wanted, if they had any other stories where, I don't know, He-Man and Skeletor are roommates, you know. It takes and, place in the Chippendale universe. Exactly. Exactly. They they made a lot of references in this movie, like like literally just straight up. There's that character walking down the street. Yes. Phineas and Ferb's mom is yep. just mm-hmm. there. Oh, oh yep. you just accept it. It's there, and it's it's great, cool. Um, Doc they, McStuffins, I think, had a booth. Um, who's Doc McStuffins? Some Playhouse Disney. <laughs> what the hot po- dog, hot dog, hot? N- I mean, in that in that era, but it's been like popular for the last like ten years, I think. Doc oh, McStuffins. Okay, okay. I don't know. If you don't know, obviously, it's not our era. But yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many you can find. One thing that we didn't mention, um, I thought this was probably the second funniest scene. Um, when they mentioned when they mentioned the the Nickelodeon raid. Okay, yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I want to mention that at least because it's it's when uh Ellie is telling her backstory mm-hmm. on why uh the police or like her colleagues don't trust her because she she went she proceeded on a false tip before. Um, rating Nickelodeon HQ and the way she okay you see I feel like they could have done this joke a little bit better because clearly they're trying to make it seem like they're eliciting some PTSD things with yes uh like the oh the Nickelodeon raid where we we went up <laughs> against the Tommy Pickles and uh Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life um I thought they were gonna do something where like you heard helicopters and like gunshots in the background where like oh it my. was it was it was an episode. She's like, Yeah, it was it was something that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Um that could have made it a little more darker, maybe, but I don't know. The the Nick, the Nickelodeon raid by itself was hilarious. I thought it was one of the funniest parts in the the thing. I wish they showed a little bit more uh, of it. See, that's the thing. I think they would have definitely have to pay if they were gonna show something. Because yeah, for me too, that like I, that had me out. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> like the, the moment she said Nick, yeah, like Nick when she said Nickelodeon studio, I was like, okay, cool. But then she's like, oh, Peppa Pig. Like started a what like a riot with the Paw Patrol and the Paw Patrol (laughs) started going crazy or something. I was like, that is funny. That is like that is going down a list of all the shows that like caused that that was a domino effect of how bad that rain was. Yes. I that was a I really appreciated that joke. So I mean I'm sure yeah, it would have cost money, but it's just fun. Pick fun. Make fun of each other, networks. It's okay. Who cares? Like, I I applaud them for if if they did have to slide that joke to the execs and be like, "Can we do this?" And the exec said, "Yes, that's funny. Let's do it." Power to them because I like 
we all know they're competitive. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's nothing right. new, you know. Just poke funny at each other. I don't know. If Paw Patrol wants to have a character uh, that looks like a mouse in red shorts and they rip them up in an episode, that's funny. That's funny. That would not be on an episode. Yeah, no, actually, no. No, no, it would not. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. But, um, yeah. but I, 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 I get it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, great. And so I guess the, the last thing we can talk about is... Um, what did you think of the movie overall you know i mean i guess we kind of talked about it already but Mm. uh do you like did you think the movie lived up to the expectations you set out for it Uh, for me the movie was good i really liked it i don't know what it is i think the trailers kind of made it a little bit better like i like i like the build up to the movie because we all saw the trailers where we're like Oh my god, they're gonna be referencing all these characters and you know these cool little um references to these franchises here and there. Um, but do you think like the movie holds its own weight once you take away those references? Um, yeah, I yeah, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Does it do you still have a quality film without all the side jokes, all the sight gags? No Peppa Pig raid, right? Patrol. I think so. I think, you know, from beginning to end, this was a Chippendale story. I like their background. I like that they gave context to why Rescue Rangers ended. And, I mean, the story is very cliche, and they poke fun of that, too. Um, but I still felt the heart in it. Like, I believed Chippendale came back together. And I believe, you know, Rescue Rangers were reunited. I believed it. Uh do you does it still hold up on its own? Uh, probably not. That's why they went with this version where they're in the real world. You know, right? Like I think if you want to pull that modern day audience, you don't give them the Chippendale story. They're in their own world because your fandom is going to be very narrow. It's going to be the classic fans, right? You know? Right. You see Phineas and Ferb's mom in the trailer uh or any people or anything that you recognize in the trailer you're gonna attract more of an audience because you're like oh wow that looks funny like what are they doing there you know right right so yeah and i i I still think there's a story i do believe with what with what they did they will gain a bigger audience no doubt okay because also this hasn't been done much uh the only closest thing in recent times i guess is space jam a new legacy seeing oh know. man and that to me that's like bottom of the barrel too. yeah that was like, right yeah it's just refer i guess that you know what that, that's a good comparison you know uh, space jam is a movie like you can enjoy space jam to a certain degree but the the references in that movie are just for the sake of making the reference like yes. oh look iron giant that's it that's the joke iron giants uh right there on screen and you move on at least with here even though there are obviously background characters that you can say that about like oh phineas and ferb's mom done that's it that's the joke yes the characters that are still references in uh that, that are part of the story they still have an impact and relate to what's going on the peter pan thing i feel like is perfect example of that 
Mm -hmm. They're referencing mm -hmm. Peter Pan, integrating him into the plot as the main villain, and also referencing a tragic tale and reality from the past. Right. I, I think that's fantastic. So I I think the movie did a good job. Um, yeah. I thought it's not as good as what I thought it was going to be from the trailers. I can't tell you exactly like where my expectations were uh, like after watching some of those trailers. I, I don't know, but like watching the movie, I did enjoy it from beginning to end. There were some pockets where I'm like, nothing's really happening right here. Just, but it, it was like so few and far between. Overall, I think they did a great job. Um, do I want a sequel? I I feel like the movie's fine on its own. Just a good Chippendale like reboot film. If they want to, it does. If they want to do a sequel to this, it comes back to the question of what you brought up earlier. Um, do you just make a direct sequel uh, in canon to where it's like it's still referencing what went on here, but it's a sequel where they're making the show and maybe they have fights about what direction the show should go in, stuff like that, or is it an actual we're continuing? The, the show. Chippendale show Rescue Rangers with Monty, Gadget, all of them. Right. Um, That's up to Disney, I guess. We'll see. I feel like the movie's going to do well. I think it's doing well. It's it's a lot. It's getting a lot of buzz. It's getting. Right. Yeah. A lot I of mean, Ugly media. Sonic alone is pulling right. on social media. They knew that was going to definitely go over well, I'm sure. Like Easily. Yeah. Easily. The I just find it funny the fact that what the person that saved them at the end from uh, Peter Pan oh was Ugly Sonic was Ugly Sonic because you thought he was lying the whole time because he's mm -hmm. like oh yeah I got a show with like the FBI we're gonna be doing some cool stuff in this new program uh, Ugly Sonic Uglier Crimes oh my god <laughs> that was the name of the show yeah and he pulled through at the end he did it, oh, the fact that he's a character so. It's baffling, it's alarming, it's disturbing, but it's hilarious. It, it makes me wonder, because Ugly Sonic was a... I'm trying to remember when the trailer for Ugly Sonic came out. Oh, that came out in 2019. And then the film was pushed to 2020, I think. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Because it was originally going to come out in 2019, and then Ugly Sonic trailer drops... Mm -hmm. Fans bully the studio, yep. justly so. Just care what you say. Yep. <laughs> Don't care what you say. Um, and uh, they delay the film to change the character to a more modern, appropriate take on the character. Um, so it, you know, Chip and Dale had to have been in production for quite some time. Who was the Ugly Sonic before Ugly Sonic? You know what I mean? Like it was oh, probably like still it was probably still early stages at that point. Like they probably didn't even have that scene written out yet, but it's like who would it have been? Who would have been this character? Oh, I see what you're without saying. Without Ugly saying. Sonic. Right. Oh man, yeah. They probably would just would have found some random Disney IP and that no one remembers. It. It's like an ugly Yeah, uh... exactly. But then they okay. said we could do something great here if we use a character nobody wanted, like legit nobody wanted okay okay yeah not, not, not that nobody cared about like if they pulled an old disney character that nobody cared about 
That's base level joke. Here's an actual character nobody wanted, you know? Right. They so. see them and they're like, no, don't give me more content with this person. Yeah, right. Um, Last thing I want to mention, I don't know if it's like a, a cry for fans to speak up on if they want to have this or not. Darkwing Duck is at the end. And Darkwing credits. Duck, he's getting a... He's getting something. He they is? got something. Yeah. Oh, go okay. Watch, one, go watch the DuckTales reboot because Darkwing Duck has a whole arc in that show. Oh, wow. I had no idea. And actually, it's kind of similar to what goes on here. Darkwing Duck is a cartoon that Launchpad watches in the okay. show. And then uh, there's like another universe where the Darkwing Duck villains actually come over. But oh, actually, I'm going to stop. Go watch it. it. I just realized how good it is. The Darkwing Duck tie-in to DuckTales. Go watch those episodes specifically. They're like really good. There's like two in season wow. two and like two in season three. It's so good. It's like, it reminds me of this. It reminds me of this. It's really good. So, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. That does sound like something. But he's also I getting would... a spinoff. Or he's getting a reboot. Uh, he it's is confirmed getting a reboot. Yeah, it's in the works. Yeah. Okay. And is it like a a, a traditional reboot, like, or this? we don't know? We don't, we don't know. know. We don't okay. know. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You know what? Hey, I mean, these Disney afternoon. Actually, it was funny. At I I I know I keep saying last thing, but real last thing. At the end of the movie, you get the credit scene, and you get to see all the parodies of um all the uh bootlegs from mm -hmm. all these di other disney movies there was a, a reference to a smash bros super oh, smash I missed bros it. i gotta go it back was, it was so good but instead of instead of you know obviously nintendo characters it's the disney afternoon uh oh where they got their fighting game yes yes yep. okay okay gotcha all, so you see darkwing duck there you see uh tailspin yes um yes, it yes. was great I, I i i just liked it i like no that it was part. good no it was good stuff yeah um but yeah that's uh that's chippendale rescue rangers like any any last thoughts on the film uh, what you want moving forward just just i want people to go watch this film i think they really appreciate it and I really like the self-referential humor. There is heart in the story, too. I think it just gels all really well. I think they did a good job. Go watch this film. Uh, I need another, like, Roger Rabbit-like film like this. Not immediately, but maybe down the it, road. Sometime. It's crazy it's taken this long to do yeah. another Roger Rabbit style of film. I mean, I know, that's, I know that style of film is hard, very mm -hmm. hard. It's expensive. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, Roger Rabbit's the standard. Who wants to be compared to Roger Rabbit? You know what right. I mean? Like, that that's a high standard to meet. So um, <clears throat> this is, I would say, this is Roger Rabbit for a modern audience. Yeah, um, definitely. I would call it that. Mm -hmm. I, I think Roger Rabbit's a little bit better. Just a little bit. That's fine. That's um, fine. It's classic, but, yeah. But this movie, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's really good. Go watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Surprisingly, Disney didn't release this in theaters, uh, which is a little odd. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, because like I mean, there are times where I felt like this is like a full blown movie. I mean, it, it is a movie. It is a full blown movie, but you know, it, it felt like something that was supposed to be on the big screen. But I don't know if Disney didn't uh, confident. They didn't have any confidence in 
this succeeding in theaters. I don't know why. Maybe because it's like Chip and Dale, they're chipmunks. They don't want to be compared to Alvin and the Chipmunks as, as another reboot. They don't want to have the Chipmunks rapping, you know. Um, but we'll see. Go watch it if you have Disney Plus. Great movie, and let us know what you all think of Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. If you want to see more content, if you stuck with us this long through the pod, check us out on social media. We're on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. We're posting stuff daily, daily, every day. And a lot of our jokes slap. Don't believe us? Check it out. Prove us wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, go watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers, folks. But that's all we have for today. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, signing off and take care. Chip-ch-ch-ch-chip-and-dale! Rescue Rangers! Chip-ch-ch-chip-and-dale! Full of danger! (laughs) Cut it. There. Cut!